Is there a desire in you to not just attend revival, but live in revival? Welcome to the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Saldivar. I've been in revival for the last 10 years, as well as traveling and being a part of many revivals throughout the United States. I'm going to be sharing with you how to live a radical lifestyle of revival on a daily basis. An expectation and also to pray with us. So when we're praying, don't just sit back listening, pace around the room, pray in the spirit call out to God, cry out to God, be hungry for revival. Like we want to stir something on the inside of you. We want to get you passionate about prayer. We want to get you passionate about the word. I believe some of you tonight, you're going to get your joy back. You're going to get your praise back. You're going to get your passion back. Some of you have lost your fire and your zeal for God. And you're in this broadcast thinking you just randomly showed up. Friend, God brought you into this broadcast for such a time as this. There is an anointing right now in the earth. The presence of God is moving in an unprecedented way. And so we had revival yesterday at four services, packed out people hungry. God moved testimonies. We're believing that's going to overflow into tonight. And not that we're going to touch you, not that we're going to do anything for you, but as we pray, God, who hears the prayers of the righteous, the prayers of the righteous are powerful. God is going to respond and touch you with his power. Whether you get healed in your body, whether you get born again tonight, whether you get filled with the Holy Spirit, or maybe you get delivered Maybe tonight's the night where God's going to bring you out of that prison cell. God's going to break the bondage of depression, the bondage of anxiety, the bondage of fear and break in your life. So we can't undervalue prayer. This is, and again, I was saying earlier, this is the most important thing we can do. It really is. It's the most important thing we can do is praying, crying out to God, seeing revival. And so we're going to pray for you tonight. We're going to teach on some prayer, healing, baptism, but we also believe that this is going to start a prayer culture in your life, that prayer is going to be like oxygen where you just breathe. You don't, it's like you never forget to breathe and we can never forget to pray. We got to pray without ceasing. So let's talk about it. Let's do it. We're going to teach. We're going to preach. We're going to pray. We're going to mix it all in. This is just flow. We have no notes. We have no agenda. We're just flowing in the Holy Ghost. We're going to minister to you guys and we're just going to believe for the power and the presence of God to touch you guys tonight. Yeah. And you know, the privilege that we have in prayer is uh, I think sometimes we have to really evaluate how great of a privilege we have to be able to approach the God of the universe who made every tree, who made every, you know, molecule of H2O that fills the ocean, that made everything that we see and know. And uh, to be able to... To be able to approach that God by the blood of Jesus Christ. You know, the basis of our access to the throne of God is the blood of Jesus Christ. The reason why we can come boldly into the throne room of grace and mercy and to obtain grace, grace is a spiritual empowerment Mm. that allows you to break free from every curse, break free from every sin, every addiction, and enter in to the blessing, enter into the power of God, enter into the things that heaven has to offer you. And the reason we have this access is based on the blood of Jesus. So I want to remind some people before we even get into anything today, because if you're going to pray from a standpoint of, woe is me, I'm a wicked sinner, uh, you know, I'm just a wretched, deprived piece of garbage, you're not going to have results in prayer. You have to first and foremost understand 2 Corinthians 5.21. This is a, a... crucial verse to get into your spirit tonight and that verse says he jesus who knew no sin Mm. became sin on our behalf so that we can become the righteousness of god in christ jesus when i come before the father i don't i don't address him as just god i address him as my heavenly father and uh, i don't come before him with stained garments come on 
thinking of my past, a sin consciousness. I come before him with a conscience that has been sprinkled by the blood. Mm. The Bible says, you who were red as scarlet, you'll now be made white as snow. You who are as red as crimson, you'll now be made white as wool. There's nothing that separates me. If you have repented and you have confessed your sin to the Father, the Bible says he is faithful and just to forgive you of all your sin and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness, something the blood of goats and bulls could not do. It couldn't take away that sin consciousness. But what the blood of a bull and a goat could not do, the blood of Jesus did for us. Hallelujah. So good. And we can come before his presence with a holy boldness. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 19 to 23, very powerful scriptures. It says, let us now, knowing all this, because Hebrews 9 and 10, Paul pretty much gives you a summary of everything I just said. And then he moves in and talks about prayer. He says, so now, based on our understanding of what we just said, let us draw near. Mm. Let us draw near. And that's what we're doing tonight. We're drawing near. God would have never invited you to pray unless he had a will to answer prayer. Why would God invite you to pray unless he had a desire to answer your prayers tonight? No matter what it is, whether it's the baptism in the Holy Spirit, whether it's divine healing for your body, whether it's deliverance for your mind or anything the devil's doing to you, there's nothing, there's nothing that the devil's done to you or is a product of original sin that the power of prayer cannot break off your life here and now. Jeremiah 33, 3, come unto me or call unto me. Call unto me and I will answer you. Not I might answer you. I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which we know not of. That's what we're doing tonight. We're drawing near with a true assurance of faith. And we're not going to be disappointed. For those that trust the Lord shall never be put to shame or disappointed. And I want to also add too is like praying with faith that God's going to answer our prayer. We're not praying tonight like we're playing Holy Ghost roulette wheel going, I'm going to put it all on black or put it on red. And we hope somehow... In the slot machine of prayer, sometimes our prayer requests are like a coin in a slot machine, hoping maybe if we get lucky, God's going to answer the prayer. But the Bible says if we pray according to his will, right. not our will, he'll answer on our behalf. Jesus said, if you ask for anything in my name and it's according to my father's will, it'll be answered unto you. So we believe tonight we're not praying some fictitious prayers, some selfish prayers. We are praying that family members will be saved. We are praying that bodies would be healed. We are praying that demons would be driven out. We are praying that God would open up doors that no man can close and that God would close doors that no man can open. We are not praying some random prayer shooting in the dark. Our faith is what puts our prayers on target. We are coming with believing God. We know you're going to do this. We know this is your will. Your will is that no man shall perish. And so when I pray for my friends or family that aren't saved, I know it's the will of God that God's going to answer. I know it's the will of God to save them, that me and my household shall be saved. That as Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. James says, if you pray and you're double-minded, you actually will receive something. People always say, if you pray double-minded, you're not going to receive anything. No, James says, you're going to receive something. He says, here's what you're going to receive. Nothing. That's what you get. If you pray and you have unbelief and you're wavering, you're like, I don't really know. Maybe God will. Maybe God won't. You're going to receive nothing from God. So as we pray today, as we pray tonight, we are, we are not just begging here. We're not beggars. That's we're believers. Right. Come on. The Bible says we boldly approach the throne of grace. We make our petition known before God. And petition is a special type of prayer where we're asking God to do what only God can do. 
We're not asking God to give us a sports car. That's something you can get a job, you can work hard, you can save your money and do. We are asking God to do the impossible, the illogical, the irrational, the supernatural. We're not. We're also not praying to remove responsibility because sometimes you said this when you're preaching yesterday. We're like, Lord, save my mom. Lord, save my grandma. Lord, save my grandpa. And the, and the Lord's like, When's the last time you even witnessed to them? So we're not praying prayers to escape responsibility. Right. We are praying. We're interceding. We're petitioning, Amen. and we're asking the Lord give us a boldness so that we can do what you've called us to do. So this is not a cop-out for not witnessing, not sharing. We have to be careful that we're not delusional praying for people that we're not willing to witness to, praying for people that we're not willing to lay hands on. You know, you go to your church and say, oh, I'm sick in body, and the pastor's like, oh, we're gonna be praying for you. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says, gather the elders, anoint them. The prayer of the righteous availeth much. So we are praying believing for God to move. You know, we have that worship keyboard song. Is that on right now? I see it there on the OBS. If we can try to get that going where it says worship song, we can play that as we pray as well, just to see. I know it's not on the little thing, so I'm not sure. But man, we're believing for a sovereign move of God tonight. I wanna start with, instead of starting with healing, because we're gonna pray for healing, let's start with praying for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This is the moment for me, TJ, when I say I was an atheist and then I got baptized in the Holy Spirit when God changed my life, where everything changed when I repented and turned to God. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is so essential. We need this so majorly in the body of Christ. Right. We're gonna give you guys a chance right now to get baptized in the Holy Spirit or maybe get re-baptized in the Holy Spirit. Like some of you are like, oh, I got filled five years ago six years ago, friend, you need a fresh filling right. of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, do not be drunk on wine, which ruins your life, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. So in the same way, you can drink alcohol every day, which you shouldn't, but it, you, you're, you people, the world does. We can be filled more than one time with the Holy Ghost, with the right. Holy Spirit. So we're going to pray. It's not hard to receive it. We're going to pray and we're going to believe that if you ask, God is going to give you the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that God is going to baptize you with a fresh touch of his power. Some of you are gonna to begin to speak in tongues. Some of you are gonna feel an inner boldness. It's not about feelings, it's about faith, but some of you, right. you're going to feel something change in you. There's gonna be a conviction. Some of you aren't convicted of anything. You gossip, you murmur, you sin, you compromise, and there's no conviction. The Holy Spirit, when he comes in and baptizes you, John said, I baptize with water, but one comes greater that baptizes in the Holy Ghost and fire. When you get baptized, Reinhard Bonk used to say, when you get dipped in that into that river of hot lava, of liquid fire, when God baptizes you in that river of fire, when God pours out a spirit, there's a new boldness about you. There's a new conviction about you. There's a new hunger about you. So we're gonna pray. That's the best way to start, I think. Pray, yeah, let's absolutely. pray for the baptism. Let's cry out for the baptism and then we'll pray miracles and then uh, we're gonna pray some deliverance as well and then we'll pray for the chat. We're also gonna be later ministering directly to the chat, whether it's prophecy, whether it's miracles, whether it's healing, we're gonna be doing that as well. But let's talk about a little bit and then pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, the Greek word for baptism is baptizo. And it was actually a term they used in the clothing industry where mm. they would take a garment and whatever dye, color of dye that they wanted to color the garment, so they'd have like a regular gray garment, and they'd put it into a purple dye or a blue dye or a red dye. And as they dipped it in, they would, the Greek word is baptizo. So what they'd do is they'd fully immerse, they would fully immerse the garment into the dye until the very nature of the dye 
was ingrained within it and the, mm. di the dye had totally taken over the garment and that there was no patches left of uh, whatever color the garment was before. And so when John said, that, like you quoted, that I baptizo in Come water, on. he would baptize people by immersing them fully. That's why we don't trinkle a little bit of spray on the forehead or, you know, we dip them fully. We immerse them fully into the water because that's what the Greek word means. So when John said, I baptizo you in water, but one's coming after me who's going to baptize you in the Holy Ghost and fire. You know, everybody, they talk about John the Baptist as if he's the only Baptist there is. Come but on. there's not just one Baptist in the Bible. There's Jesus the Baptist too. The only difference is the substance which they're baptizing in. John baptized in water. And uh, to, to signal the, or to, it was symbolic of the cleansing from our yep. past life and sin. But Jesus is also the baptizer. He's Jesus the Baptist. Come but on. the Holy Ghost and fire is that which he's dipping you in. And when he baptizes you, he does it so that he fully immerses you into the Holy Ghost until the very nature of the Holy Ghost gets on you until you start to smell like the Holy Ghost, Come until on. you start to look like the Holy Ghost on the earth, until you start to talk like the Holy Ghost. You know, essentially, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which the the entry into the operation of those gifts is the baptism in the Holy mm. Ghost. You can't operate in the gifts of the Holy Ghost until you're baptized in the Holy Ghost. And so when you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, there are three categories of the Holy Spirit, of, of the gifts of the Spirit. There are the power gifts. These are the gifts that empower you to do, to, 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 to act like God, mm. working of miracles, gifts of healing, and the gift of faith. There are the inspiration gifts. These are the gift of tongues, interpretation of tongues, and uh, the gift of prophecy, this allows you to speak like God. Come on. And then the third category of the gifts are the revelation gifts. And this is the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and the discerning of spirits. This allows you to think like God. Hallelujah. Wow. So when you get baptizo in the Holy Ghost, you enter into this dimension of His power where you can now think like God through the gifts of the Spirit. Come you on. can talk like God, and you can act like God in that He begins to use you. Philippians 2.11 says... Now, God is at work in you, but not just in you. See, I talked about it yesterday briefly. The Holy Ghost does three things to you. One thing he does is when you get baptized in the Holy Ghost, he'll break every chain off Come your on. life. It'll just snap off. The second thing that happens is power, to, uh, power in you. He changes you from the inside. He burns off insecurity. He burns off inadequacy. He burns off all the Adamic nature. The all-consuming fire of God takes care of that. But then, power through you. God is not just at work in you. He wants to work through you to impact your generation. Come on. So that you don't have this mundane nine to five type of life where you're just checking in, checking out, storing up for retirement. But then when all is said and done, you're going to have nothing to show Come in eternity. On. The Holy Ghost. You know, I, I have people that ask me all the time, do you think I can make heaven without the baptism in the Holy Ghost? Or can you scripturally make heaven without the baptism of the Holy Ghost? And I say scripturally, yeah. You, you know, there's many people that weren't filled with the Holy Ghost that made heaven. But it's going to be a, a lot harder in the coming days to not carry this fire in your spirit. Come on. To not carry that which, you know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that backbone that they carry, the Holy Ghost puts that backbone in you. Where you're not bowing to the spirit of Antichrist in this world. You're not bowing to the to, to the to the spirit of uh wicked agenda that's trying to overtake this generation. You're not bowing to whatever uh 
indoctrination that's going on in the world. You're not bowing to those things. You're standing up. You, the Holy Ghost, the first thing he's going to do to you tonight is give you a backbone to take a stand for righteousness in your generation. Come on. Yes, I believe it. Tonight, some of you that are not bold, God is going to embolden Hallelujah. you with the Holy Spirit and power. God is going to convict you and God is going to comfort you and you're going to have the power to do the work. That's the right. Bible says in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, you shall receive not a bad attitude, not laziness, not anger, not bitterness, not resentment. Ye shall receive power, that supernatural power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and the power turns you into a witness. Okay, you're not, uh, you're not someone that's a debater, an arguer, bitter. You are a witness, and we witness unto him. And so the Holy Spirit is going to give you the power, the supernatural power, to transcend your natural limitations. In the natural realm, you can't lay hands on a sick person, and they will recover. In the natural realm, you can't cast out a demon. In the natural realm, you can't do anything spiritual. But the Holy Spirit takes you to a new playing field, transcends you to a supernatural life. And now it's not just I, but it's Christ living Hallelujah. in me. And that life I live in the body, I live through the power of the Holy Spirit. I live by the, the Spirit of Almighty That's God. Right. So the Holy Spirit becomes everything. You become a person that says, I can't live without the Holy Spirit. I can't breathe without the Holy Spirit. I can't be a good father without the Holy Spirit. I can't be a good mother without the Holy Spirit. I can't be a business owner. Like we have to rely on this person who is a person. Holy is his name. Spirit is defining who he is, but his name is holy. We can't live our lives without this. And then also, I wanna add the, this, what you said, TJ, the Holy Spirit makes us like Christ. That's right. Jesus said, it's better that, you, that I go so I can send the Spirit. And now that Spirit is gonna make you like me. And I, you're now gonna be my ambassador on the earth, my enforcer, my representative. And so if Jesus dealt with unclean spirits as his ambassador, I'm gonna deal with unclean spirits. That's right. If Jesus dealt with sickness, which by the way, I love what you said yesterday, Jesus never put sickness on anybody. He doesn't put sickness on people. He takes sickness from people. Right. Then if I encounter sickness, I'm gonna deal with it the way that Jesus dealt with it. If Jesus came and preached with boldness, I'm his representative. I'm not gonna wait on my pastor. I'm not gonna wait on my leader or our leader as a representative of Christ. I'm with power, with boldness, with passion, gonna bring the gospel to my job. You are not some come weak, on. There's 3,500 of you on here. Imagine if 3,500 of you tonight, right now, got baptized and the Holy Ghost and fire went into your job, went into your school, went into your community and wreaked havoc on Satan's kingdom. And the world began to declare, the men that are turning cities upside down have now entered into the city. We have been called to turn cities upside down. Maybe you're there flipping burgers, but God says you're being called to flip nations. You Come might on. be at Starbucks, at Walmart, at Costco, at a police officer, a, a teacher, a nurse, but God's gonna give you his spirit and now everything changes. Now your life becomes about representing God. So the question you need to ask yourself tonight is am I representing God properly? And if the answer is no, you need the Holy Ghost. That's and right. if the answer is yes, you need the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, wait in Jerusalem if the disciples could not do what God called them to do without the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you can as well. And this is something most people don't talk about. The disciples, the 12, Jesus actually blew the Holy Spirit into them. And then on the day of Pentecost, that was actually a second baptism for some of the disciples, showing that we can get baptized. If you look at, uh, baptized more than once. And if you look at Paul when he came to Ephesus, 
they were believers there. They said, we believe in John's baptism, but Paul says, have you been baptized in the Holy Ghost? And they yeah. go, who's the Holy Spirit? They don't even know. We didn't even know that they said this. We didn't even know there was a Holy Spirit. Some of you watching, you didn't even know there was a baptism of the Holy Ghost. You've been in such a dead, dry, stale church that's about as deep as a puddle for so long, you've never even experienced the Holy Ghost. But tonight, God is give, bringing you this message. This is his word, not our word. This is not our power, it's his power. This is not about us, it's about him. God is bringing you this so that you can receive the Holy Spirit. What are a couple ways we can receive? Let me give one and then I'll give you, have you give one. One of the ways you can receive is very simple, is by thirsting for it. Many people are like, I want the Holy Ghost and they sit around waiting. The Bible says in John, I think it's John 7, those that hunger and thirst shall be filled. If you wanna be filled, you need to hunger, you need to thirst. And then John says, he preached this yesterday, he's speaking of the Holy Spirit when he says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. So I gotta be hungry. Like I have a bottle of water right here next to me. This bottle, I could be dying of thirst. This is not gonna do anything for me unless I open up the cap and actually drink the water. So Jesus said, hunger and thirst. And then he says, drink. If anyone comes, they may drink of me and they'll get that living water. So we can't sit back tonight passively. We need to thirst, we need to hunger. Well, what does that look like? It looks like you being here tonight. It looks right. like you crying out to God as we pray. It looks like you saying, Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit and your power. And then you drinking of the Holy Spirit. What other ways would you recommend people that are watching? Maybe some of them are watching that said, I've prayed for this so many times and nothing's ever happened. I've never spoken tongues. I've never, I'm, I'm frustrated because I'm stuck. What are some other ways that people can really get the Holy Ghost sure. and, and get that baptism? Yeah, faith. I mean, you Mom. can't receive anything from heaven without faith. You can't get... Think of how powerful faith is. You can't get saved without faith. Come on. By grace through faith are we saved. It is the work of God, the gift of God, lest any man should boast. You can't get healed without faith. Mark chapter 5, the Bible says that when Jesus turned to the woman with the issue of blood, he said that, daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Mm. You, can't, uh, you can't stand without faith. The Bible says by faith we stand. Scripture says in 1 John 5 that this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. You can't get victory without faith. And it also overflows into the realm of being filled with the Holy Ghost. You can't receive the Holy Spirit without faith. It took faith. You think of it Come for on. Acts chapter 1 and 2 for those disciples to hear Jesus say, you know, Luke 24 rather, tarry in the city of Jerusalem yep. until, and in Acts 1 he said, that because uh, they were asking, when are you going to restore the kingdom? And he said, hey, it's not for you to know the times or the epochs which the Father has set by his own authority. However, you shall be, uh, you shall receive power yes. after that the Holy Ghost has come on you. It took faith for them mm. to gather for the next, you know, think of it. That was day 40. So the next 10 days, they gathered every single day in the upper room and just waited. Now, I want to make something clear to you. Because I hear a lot of people saying we need to tarry, we need to Come tarry. Come on, go there. But the whole tarrying message actually is irrelevant after Acts chapter 2. They were told to tarry because the Holy Ghost was not yet sent. Jesus said in John 14, 26 and 27 that I will go to heaven and I will pray the Father. He will send you another helper of the same kind. He will send you the Holy Spirit and he shall be with you always. Jesus um, when he ascended on high, he came before the throne of God with his blood. He obtained our eternal rede redemption. But after that, he prayed the Father. Jesus said, I will pray the Father and he will send you the Holy yes. Spirit. We That Holy Spirit 
was sent in Acts chapter 2, there's nothing in the entire book of Acts that suggests that the Holy Spirit went back up to heaven and we need to wait any longer. That's why Jesus said in Luke chapter 11 when he was teaching on prayer, if you par evil parents know how to give good things to your children, how much more will the Father give? It's a, yes. He is a gift. The Holy Ghost is a gift. I'm going to say something. I want this to get... I want this to be ingrained in your spirit. I want to tattoo this on your heart tonight. The, Jesus is the greatest gift God ever gave the world. Mm. Jesus is the greatest gift that God ever gave the world. But the Holy Ghost is the greatest gift God ever gave the church. Mm. And he is a gift. You don't have to, I love what you said, we're not beggars, we're yep. believers. Yep. We don't have to beg. We don't have to sit and tarry. You know, in Acts chapter 19... Paul shows up to Ephesus yes. and they didn't receive anything because they hadn't heard. Not because God was holding off wow, this blessing. Wow. They just haven't heard. Because faith begins where the will of God is heard, known, and believed. And so I want you to set your faith and expectation right now that God's going to fill you. That God's going to do it not in 10 years from now, not 10 months from now, not 10 minutes from now. But right now as we pray that the mighty baptism in the Holy Spirit will be loosed upon, your, upon your vessel and you shall be filled with fresh oil. David, you know, he used this faith. Psalm 92, I will be anointed with fresh oil. You have to start saying, I want you to write that in the comment section. I will be anointed with fresh oil oil. Well, brother, I got, already got filled with the Holy Ghost in uh, 1987. Well, do you know that in Acts chapter 2, they got filled with the Holy Ghost? And in Acts chapter 4, they got filled again Come with on. the Holy Ghost? They prayed. They realized, I, can't, I cannot live off yesterday's experience and yesterday's encounter with God. I need a fresh fire. I need a fresh encounter. I need a fresh touch and baptism in the Holy Ghost. If I'm going to be the believer God wants me to be in the land and be a voice piece for His Word in my generation then I need, I need fresh oil. I need fresh oil. Isaiah needs yes. fresh oil. It's prideful to think that you can just get along on, your, on, on yesterday's oil. I need fresh oil today. Yes, let's pray. Father, we pray right now. Lord, many of you are waiting. You've been asking. Just begin to pray. If you pray in the Spirit, you can pray in the Spirit as we pray for you. Father, we pray that you would pour out your Spirit as you said you would on all flesh, God. We pray for every single person listening that, Lord, you would pour out your Spirit upon them, that they would receive now the baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire. Lord, we pray that you would light these people on fire. Lord, light our houses on fire. Light our families on fire. Light our marriages on fire. Lord, light our businesses on fire. We pray, God, our coworkers would experience this. We pray that the people we go to school with would experience this. We just pray, Holy Spirit, right now, touch them with your anointing and your power and your fire. In Jesus' name, we just pray, Lord, that they would receive it. We believe right now that God is pouring out his spirit on all flesh. Some of you are going to begin to prophesy. Maybe you're in a room with multiple people. You let that prophecy out. Begin to speak out right now. Maybe, you're, maybe you have tongues that are coming out. Begin to pray in the spirit. Just begin to open your mouth. Don't be passive right now. Don't be passive right now. Begin to open up your mouth. When you pray in the Holy Spirit... The Holy Ghost has a prayer meeting on the inside of you. The Bible says when you know not what to pray, 
pray in the spirit and the spirit will make utterance on your behalf, will make groans that can't be uttered. He'll pray on your behalf. The Bible says to build yourself up by praying in the Holy Ghost. So right now, just begin to pray in the spirit. Just begin to ask for the Holy Ghost to pour out on you, Lord, pour out on our families right now. Lord, I ask you, come on, ask him right now. I ask you for the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire. Pour your fire out on me, Lord. Baptize me in rivers of fire. In Jesus' name, Lord, do what only you can do. Touch lives right now. Touch Lisa, touch James, touch Gary, touch Leona, touch Ricky right now, Lord. Touch them, Eve. I just say be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Bonnie, be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Some of you need a fresh touch. You're dry, you're stale, you've lost the fervor. Ask him, fill me again, Lord. Come on, pray that right now. Fill me again, Lord. Baptize me again, Lord, in the Holy Ghost. Fill me again, Lord. If you have kids in the room, lay your hands on your kids. Lay your hands on them. Ask the Lord to fill them. You know, one of the prayers we pray every single night with our kids is, I have them repeat after me, and we ask the Lord to fill us every single night. My kids say, fill me with the Holy Spirit. And then they pray that God would fill, you know, one of my daughters always prays, Lord, fill everyone in the world with the Holy Spirit, right? I'm not going to tell her, oh, theologically, we're just believing, we just pray. Lord, fill us with your Holy Spirit. This should be a day daily prayer. Start praying that every night with your kids or every morning. Lord, fill us with the Holy Ghost. Fill us with the power of God. Empty me out. Some of you need to get emptied out. You're already too full of yourself. I hear the Lord saying this, I'm knocking you off the throne. I hear the Lord saying, I'm knocking you off the throne. You know, when there's two kings in a kingdom, that's a war, causes war. And some of you are at war within yourselves with God because you're the king of your kingdom and you're trying to have Jesus be the king and you're clashing. There could only be one king. And tonight, Lord, I declare that you are the only one on the throne of my life. You are the only one on the, on the throne of my heart. There's, there's really only room for one king on the throne of your heart. Tonight, make Jesus your king. Not just, he's my savior, he's my my master. Make him the king of your life and say, Lord, empty me out of arrogance. Empty me out of pride. Because prayerlessness is pride at the highest level. You not praying is saying you don't need God. That's pride. Lord, empty us out tonight by the power of the Holy Spirit. We need you, God. Fill us with the Holy Ghost and fire tonight. Fill us with the Holy Ghost and fire tonight. Thank you, Lord. Touch hearts, God, tonight. Touch minds tonight, God, right now. We pray gift of prophecy, stir up. Some of you have never received any spiritual gifts. Come on, right now is your night. Receive the gifts of the Holy Ghost. There's 4,000 of you. Imagine all of you guys getting these gifts stirred up. This is what 1 Corinthians says. Pursue spiritual gifts and desire spiritual gifts. So God is not going to turn you down. He wants us to do this. Come on. People say, don't focus on the gifts. Well, the Bible tells me to. The Bible says to pursue it. So tonight, I'm pursuing spiritual gifts. Father, I pray that you would stir up the word of knowledge in people tonight. I pray you'd stir up the gift of prophecy tonight in people. I pray you would stir up right now, God, just gifts. He said, desire prophecy. I want you to speak in tongues. I want you to have words of knowledge. Paul said, I want you to do this. He says, but the highest is I desire you to prophesy. I want to prophesy. Say that right now in the chat or say that in your own words. I want to prophesy. I want to lay hands on the sick. I want words of knowledge. I want words of wisdom. God, I want to be used of you. God, empty me out. I'm I'm a vessel. Isaiah chapter six, who can go? Here I am, Lord, send me. Tonight, Lord, I'm available for the Holy Spirit's gifts to flow out of me. These are not tools. These are not toys. These are tools. They're not for entertainment. They're for equipping. Stir up the gifts. You want to just pray that Holy Ghost over people? Stir up the gifts in us, Lord. Bible says in Acts 2, in the last days, says God, 
which days we're in, that I will pour out of my spirit on. on all flesh. Young, old, doesn't matter what color you are, doesn't matter what gender you are, male or female, God is pouring out his spirit. It's his end yes. time program on Come all on. flesh. Don't count yourself out because you said you're too old. Don't count yourself out because you said you're too young. People that always make excuses like that, they're too young, and then when they age, they're too old. They wow. never find a place to actually put their hand to the plow and start moving. But I believe that God is flushing out all those misconceptions right now, and he's opening up your heart he to receive this mighty today. baptism in the Holy Spirit. In the last day, says God, I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh. Sons and daughters, they shall prophesy. Young men will see visions. I believe God's putting visions Come in on. people's hearts right now. I believe God is putting... He's depositing, installing his heavenly assignment, the heavenly vision. Paul said, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. I believe heavenly visions are being birthed into your spirit right now. You're not going to have a status quo, boring, lukewarm Christianity. Mm. The fire of God is burning into you right now, into your spirit. The thing that God wants you to accomplish. You shall be great in your generation. You shall make noise. That's what the Holy Ghost yes. does. Acts 2. And when this Sound accord, oh hallelujah. Come on. They came rushing in from all directions. The sound of the Holy Ghost hitting your spirit today is going to cause people to just come and just get, you're going to have the your generation's attention in the name of Jesus Christ. I loose right now from the top of your head to the soles of your feet the mighty baptism in the Holy Ghost. In the name that is above every name, you said, I will give the gift of the Holy Spirit. We are not waiting. We are not tarrying. Just lift up your hands right now, wherever you're at. Open up your heart and say, Father, I thank you. I receive the Holy Spirit in his fullness. I receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit right now. In the name of Jesus, I unlock the gift of tongues in your life. Some of you are praying in the Holy Spirit for the very first time. Some of you are speaking in tongues for the very first time. I know it. The last time we did something like this yep. together, I keep getting messages of people getting filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, that they got filled yep. on that broadcast. I'm telling you right now, lives are changing forever. You will never be the same. You will never be the same in Jesus' name. You will not look the same. Just like when Moses came down from the mountain, they said, can you please put a, a veil over you? The light, the glory is too bright on you. Hallelujah. Wow. The glory of God shall be seen in you. Isaiah 60, in the last days, that darkness will abound and deep darkness will cover all the earth. But the scripture says... Arise and shine, hallelujah, for yeah, my light and my glory shall be seen on you. I speak the glory of God on you right now. In Jesus' mighty name, you are being changed and you shall be an yes. agent of change everywhere you go. God is dispatching from this broadcast a generation of SEAL Team 6 Christians that are going to be a terror to the kingdom of hell from this moment onward. In Jesus' name. I want you to write in the comment section, if you just got filled, I want you to say, I got filled. Lord, desire, give us desire to pray, God. Give us desire to read the word of God. Some of you have desires to smoke. You have desires to drink. You have desires to watch Netflix and scroll on TikTok. But God is taking your desire from living for this world. God's unraveling that tentacle of Babylon that's been wrapped around you, choking the life out of you. And God is giving you new desires. God is taking your desires for worldly pleasure 
junk food spiritually. And God says, I am giving you a desire to read, to pray, to fast, a conviction. Some of you are like, oh man, I don't even know what this is. I've never been convicted. Lord, we pray that you would convict us of sin and of righteousness. Holy Ghost, do what only you can do. Lord, give us that power. Release that power in us, God. Release that supernatural, life-changing power and authority in us, God. We pray, Lord, that we would believe your word. Some of you don't realize you haven't believed the word of God because you don't have the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit is what searches out the scripture and illuminates the truth of the word of God. You ever wonder why the Mormons, the Jehovah's Witness, and they all use the Bible? How are they gonna use our Bible? Because the Bible says the Spirit will lead you into the truth. So without the Spirit, the Bible can be twisted, contorted, but the Holy Ghost illuminates the Word of God and makes the Word of God alive in you. I remember reading the Bible for the first time after receiving the Holy Spirit, because I was raised in church, and I read it after receiving the Holy Ghost, and the Bible was alive, it was active. But how is it when I was 13 years old, I read the Bible and it was boring. It was stale to me because I didn't have the Holy Ghost to bring that flashlight and illuminate the truth of the scripture. Some of you right now are getting a desire to read the word of God. For the first time ever, you've never desired God's word. And now it's becoming exciting to you. Now there's a passion stirring up in you. Some of you are getting a passion for soul winning. You don't, you've never tear, you've never wept. You've never cried. You've never interceded. You don't stay up late at night crying out for your family. It it doesn't even affect you that your friends and family are going to hell, but God is going to give you a Holy Ghost burden for the lost and the broken. Some of you won't be able to sleep. I pray some of you won't be able to sleep tonight because you're up praying with a burden for the lost and hurting of this generation. Lord, I can't. I can't just live my life normal when my generation is dying. I can't just, business as usual can't continue when my generation's called the fentanyl generation, the suicide generation, the OCD generation, the addicted generation. I speak over this generation that we are the Jesus generation, that we are the revival generation, that we are the Holy Ghost filled generation, that the devil might be filling people with his spirit, but God says, I'm filling people with my spirit, that God, God's not working in plan B. This is plan A. God says, I will pour out my spirit. Like, well, my pastor, it's not your pastor's spirit. It's not some religious guy on YouTube who says, oh, the gifts aren't for today. Oh, this is not for today. And then he goes and makes fun of speaking in tongues. It's not his gifts. It's not his Holy Spirit. So it doesn't matter what he says. God says, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. So the spirit of God belongs to God, searches out the deep things of God. So we're not waiting on my pastor's permission if I could pray in tongues or I could be full of the Holy Ghost. I'm stepping right over tonight into the Holy of Holies. The veil has been torn. You've been given a backstage pass. You have all access to the kingdom of heaven. And God says you are actually seated Think about Come where on. God puts you. TJ, he could put you anywhere. He could put you in front of the crystal lake. He could put you on the, uh, on the, he says, no, I, you have been seated with Christ. Not with the seraphim, not with the 24 elders, not with an angel. You've been seated with Christ in heavenly places, in heavenly dimensions. You are, friend, your citizenship is heaven. You're not under a principality or power. Oh, this principality's in my neighborhood. Friend, you are far above every power and principality. You got the Holy Ghost. You don't live subject to the devil. You're not living reactionary. I'm not waiting on the devil to come take knock on my door. I'm knocking on his door. You know, TJ said something funny yesterday. He said, no longer will you look under your bed for the devil, but the devil will look under his bed for you. We are here to torment darkness. We're not afraid of no witch. Oh, there's a witch at the church. We don't care. We got the power of the Holy Ghost. And so 
Some of you tonight, 4,000 of you on here, praise the Lord, are getting baptized with the fire of the Holy Ghost. God is pouring out literally hot lava in the spirit on you. He's pouring out his spirit on you and God is going over the barriers of religion. Well, I wasn't raised this way. Well, guess what? You were raised wrong. I hate to be the guy to tell you. Well, my church, praise the Lord, we're not at your church tonight. Praise the Lord that we're in a, a place where we believe what the Bible says. There's no end to the Holy Ghost. It wasn't the, the gifts of the apostles. It was the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Right. So those gifts are, are stirring, stirring right now. Some of you don't know, but this week, you're gonna start prophesying. This week, you're gonna be sitting at work and then God's gonna give you a word of knowledge for the guy next to you. God's gonna give you a word of wisdom. You're gonna get supernatural wisdom and go, I know I'm not this smart. How in the world did I get this? And it's the Holy Ghost giving it to you. Some of you, you're gonna walk by somebody sick and all of a sudden you're gonna start feeling something say, go pray for that person. And that gift of healing is gonna stir up. Some of you, the gift of faith, what you couldn't believe God for yesterday, today you're gonna have the faith to believe God for. God is stirring up spiritual gifts right now. He's stirring up. Let's also pray for, and you can pray whatever you want, but let's also pray for those that are sick in body. Let's pray that God would heal them. And then we're gonna pray after that, we'll pray deliverance and we're gonna cast out some demons. But let's just pray, man. There's so many of you sick in the chat right now. I'm not even gonna tell you type one if you're sick because it'll freeze our whole thing because there's so many sick people. But I believe there's coming a day where everyone will be made well, where there'll be no sick among us. Come on. Jesus would not have went to the whipping post, took 39 lashes so that you could be healed if he didn't want you healed. So as we pray tonight for healing, and we'll tag team this, we're not going like, oh, well, God, if it's your will, we already know it's his will. Psalms 103, all sickness, all disease. Mark 16, you will lay hands on the sick. We know this is the will of God. We're not here to debate and argue it. So we're gonna pray and we're gonna command your body to be healed tonight in Jesus' name. And this is gonna be crazy because some of you, you don't even know what it's like to not be in pain. You have gone so many years that your identity is pain. Your family doesn't even invite you out anymore. And this is a word of knowledge for someone because they know you're in too much pain to go. You're like, man, I can't get out of the house. How are you gonna witness to people if you're constantly in pain? How are you gonna evangelize if you're always under some sickness and some disease? And then you believe that it's God's will for your life? You believe God wants you to be sick in body? Now, do we know why God doesn't heal everyone? We can't sit here and go, I know why you didn't get healed. We don't know. We just know we're called to pray for the sick and we know God wants to do it. And we leave the results up to God. We're not the ones doing the work. We're the ones praying and believing and commanding as Jesus told us to, but ultimately it's God that does the miracle. So if you're sick in body tonight, if you're deaf, if you have a disease, we believe tonight as we pray, not by our, our strength, not by our might, but by the spirit, says the Lord, the Holy Spirit who is the healer in the earth is going to heal your body tonight in Jesus' mighty name. The Bible is a book that compiles the thoughts of God Come on. concerning different things concerning our salvation, concerning healing our body. The Bible addresses every single matter and uh, situation and scenario and problem that man faces. Talks about addiction, talks about sin, talks about yep. all those things. And so the Bible also contains the thoughts of God when it comes to healing. And there's pretty much just, there's like four main reasons that you could absolutely trust and believe that God wants to heal you yesterday. Come on. One, is you look at God in the Old Testament, Exodus 15, 26, he revealed himself as Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals you. Wow. Exodus 23, 25, the Bible says, if you'll serve the Lord your God, he'll bless your bread and your water, and he'll take sickness out of your come midst. On. Deuteronomy 7 says, I'll no longer lay any disease upon you, which have come on the Egyptians, but I'll lay them on those that hate you. The Bible says in Isaiah 53, 
that he bore our sickness, yes. carried our pains. By his stripes, you are healed. So in the Old Testament, you know, if we're going to believe all the names of God, Jehovah Tzikednu, God is my righteousness. Jehovah Shama, the Lord is here. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is my banner. Then we have to also believe that Jehovah Rapha, the yes. Lord, my healer, is also still instated, that he hasn't changed, just like he hasn't changed from being our righteousness, just like he hasn't changed from being our uh, a very present help in time of trouble. He hasn't changed from being our shepherd who said you will not lack. Then he hasn't changed when it comes to his healing power and his Come healing on. will for you. So you see him reveal himself in the Old Testament as healer. Flip over to the New Testament. Jesus comes and the Bible says in Acts 10, 38, you know of Jesus of Nazareth, whom God anointed with the Holy Spirit and power, who went about doing good, healing all. Come on. Healing all who were oppressed by the devil. The devil is the oppressor. Mm. Jesus is the healer. Everything Jesus did was a revelation of the Father's will. How do we know that? In John 14, Philip said, show us the Father and it's sufficient for us. Jesus said, have I not been with you long enough and yet you still haven't known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. Come on. You have seen the Father. Jesus is the will of God in flesh. Hebrews 1.3, Jesus is the exact representation of the will and nature of God. You flip over to the book of Acts. He continued that healing uh, program. Yep. Acts 3, the man lame at the gate called Beautiful, he lifts him up. Silver and gold we don't have, meaning we don't have enough money to cure paralysis. They don't have enough money to this day to cure paralysis. But such as we do have, we have the name above every other name, the name of Jesus. Then you flip over to the church, 1 Corinthians 14. Paul says God has set gifts of healing in the church. His program has not changed. He's Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And as I said before, the way to plug into this tonight is just faith. It's simple. It's faith. It, what is faith? Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. He just expounded on it. I, I expounded on it. Now you know the word of God. Could you imagine if I preached salvation this way? Sometimes God does not want people saved. Come on. Sometimes yep. God has taken you through sin because he wants glory. Wow. Sometimes, you know, the day of salvation is over. If, who would get saved? Who would repent? Instead, we're strong on it. We yep. And we only, people are convinced after just one scripture, John yep. 3, 16. Yep. That's it. That settles the account. I just listed like seven scriptures. He listed like seven scriptures. That's 14 scriptures that you can take to the bank and receive healing in your body right now. And that's what we're going to pray yes. in Jesus' mighty name. Yes. Go ahead. Let's pray for them to be healed. In the mighty name of Jesus Type whatever Christ. you have in the chat and you need healing of. And we're going to minister after deliverance to the chat specifically. But just go ahead and put it in there because there's thousands of people praying. And I know families right now are in their living room. I literally know them praying for the chat. So they're, it's not just us praying for the chat. There's families with the chat on screen and they're also praying for you in the chat. So put what you need prayer for in the chat. And again, later we'll have you do it again. And we're going to pray specifically for those things. But right now, whatever sickness you're going through, nerve damage, pain, disease, put it in the chat as TJ prays. And we're just going to boom. We're going to pray for those things and God's going to heal those tonight. In the name of Jesus, as a authorized dealer of healing by the Great Commission, for you said, Mark 16, they shall lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. To go and tell people about Jesus and not minister to the sick is illegal. And so by that word, I take authority over every sickness and disease in anybody's body. Fibromyalgia, I curse you at the root in Jesus' name. 
in the name of Jesus. Any stomach issues, nausea, stomach cancers, in the name of Jesus, I curse your work. As Jesus commanded the fig tree to wither up, I command that yes. thing to wither up Go. from the root in Jesus' name. I take authority over anxiety and depression and any type of mental torment. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I bind the working of the devil in your mind, and I loose the peace of God and the joy of the Holy Ghost. For the kingdom of heaven is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and mm. joy in the Holy Spirit. I curse so many people writing cancer. I yep, curse cancer. cancer. That foul Go, spirit of death. You foul spirit of infirmity. I command you to leave their body now in the name of Jesus. For that is the name that is above the name of cancer. I take authority over it. I command a report, a good report to come in. And any damage the cancer has done to your body, I command the resurrection life of Jesus Christ to overtake your body and quicken your mortal body. Whatever the cancer has done to your body, whatever any type of disease has done to any organ in your body, I don't speak restoration of the organ. I speak a brand new Thank organ. You, Lord. I Do speak it, a, brand, a creative miracle in your lungs. If you've been a smoker and as a result, it's, it's just messed up your lungs. I speak brand new lungs. I speak a whole new pulmonary system in Jesus' name. Those of you that have heart problems and heart issues, issues and any type of clogging of arteries in the name of Jesus. Yes. I pray the oil of the spirit to go and unclog anything in yes. your heart that's been clogged up in Jesus name. Every artery gets cleared up now by the draino of the Holy Ghost in the Amen. name of Jesus. I, I command asthma. Yes. Asthma to come off children and adults that have difficulty breathing in Jesus name, in the name of Jesus Christ. And we, we, we thank you, Father. We thank you that we know it's your will to do all this. And we know that if it's your will, that you already heard us in what we've prayed right now. Thank you, Lord, that testimonies are already springing up. I thank you that bodies are already being yes. touched. I thank you that the, even the feeling of pain has lifted off your body now in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you, Lord, that people are going to leave this broadcast with a total turnaround. Come on. Total turnaround. Permanent deliverance, not just I got better for six weeks, not mm. just six hours. I'm not a Tylenol symptoms uh, alleviated, for, alleviated for eight hours. I mean a permanent victory in that area in your body. In Jesus' mighty name, we declare it done by faith. In Jesus' name, we command bodies to come in alignment with the word of God. All autoimmune diseases, we command you to leave bodies now. We're not asking, we are commanding sickness. You must go. You have no place in this body. You have no place in this body. Some of you need to be, begin to pray for yourself and command that sickness to leave your body in Jesus' name. All I know a lot of you are writing, you have gum disease and mouth disease and teeth that are infected and hurting and, and you're sick in your mouth. We command all mouths to be healed. Lord, I pray right now that teeth and nerves would be healed in Jesus' name. We pray, Lord, all those that are struggling with whatever mental illness, which we're gonna go into deliverance here in a little bit, but I wanna deal with the health side of it. You have some type of chemical imbalance or you're born a certain way. We just pray, Lord, that you would bring healing to minds, to brains. In Jesus' name, God, wherever there's a chemical imbalance, I pray the Holy Ghost would balance the chemicals tonight in Jesus' mighty name. We pray that eyes would be open, cataracts, gum disease, ringing in the ears. That's a huge one tonight. I just pray, Lord, that ringing would go now in Jesus' name. That ringing would go now in Jesus' mighty name. Every sore in the mouth, every cancerous tumor, 
Go now in Jesus' name. And some of you guys are writing stuff in here that is clearly demonic, which we're gonna take care of too. But right now, we wanna pray for physical healing over ears, deafness, right now, blindness. We command eyes to be open. We command ears to be open in Jesus' name. Right now, Father, we just pray all chronic headaches, sinus uh, infections and sinus diseases and sinus issues and chronic migraines. We just command those to go now. We say be healed in Jesus' mighty name. Be healed right now. Healing, come to your house. Bone cancer over Deborah. We come out of her now in Jesus' name. Eczema, we come against that disease. Lupus, right now, every vocal cord disease right now in Jesus' name. Every dry eyes allergy, all these migraines in Jesus' name. Scoliosis, Father, we pray. And you know, some of you I know right now, there's unbelief in your heart. You're like, you're, you mock, you go, how could God heal? You believe for your salvation that you're gonna die and God's gonna bring you all the way up to heaven, but you don't believe that right now God can heal your body? Like you believe that God can split the Red Sea. You have no problem believing that, but you don't believe that God can remove a tumor out of your body. You believe that God created the earth in six days, but don't believe that God can break, break, take that cancer right out of your body tonight. I'm telling you, some of you Come need on. some faith tonight. Some of you believe some real radical stuff that God do, did, but don't believe that God can move now. Jesus said, his kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, let your kingdom come tonight. Celiac disease, go now in Jesus' name. Osteoporosis, go now. Kidney disease, go now in Jesus' name. Joint pain, go now in Jesus' name. Stagnation, go now in Jesus' name. Arthritis, in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray right now, there's some of you that you have uh, obesity because there is a, a hormone defici deficiency in your body. I forgot what it's called, where your body doesn't create a certain hormone and you gain weight super easily. I had an old friend that had that. I pray, God, that you would heal that gland right now. Whatever gland that is causing that extreme obesity, you're barely eating, but you're gaining tons of weight. Your body's swelling up. I pray right now, be healed in Jesus' name. Is it the thyroid? I'm not yeah, sure. Thyroid. We pray thyroids healed right now in Jesus' name. Bladder issues, kidney issues, cyst ovaries, infertility, I just say over you, you will have children in Jesus' name. You will, in Jesus' mighty name, have children and have a family. Amen. In Jesus' name, Lord, bring healing right now. Spine alignment, spine alignment right now. In Jesus' name, Lord, heal, Lord, heal, Lord, heal. Right now, every single person, God, we just pray the healing power of God. We command sickness to go. You don't belong in the people of God, sickness. Right. You do not belong on the people of God. This is not the will of God for their life. The word clearly declares that. And so you must go now. I also want to pray if you want me to go into deliverance now or if you have anything you want to add for the sickness before we kind of move into deliverance. No, you covered it. I wanted to, I was going to say about um um reproductive. Yeah, yeah. And I I really believe Let's pray that, for that again. I really believe There's that many the Lord, in the chat that are typing that. The Lord is going to end the siege of miscarriage. Yep. In Come Jesus on. name. I really feel yep. like the Lord is going to end this uh buffeting reoccurring miscarriages that you've that you've suffered in your past the bible says in exodus 23 26 none of your women shall miscarry mm. none of your women shall miscarry that's a promise that's a covenant promise from heaven wow. i curse miscarriage yes in jesus name you shall carry your child to full term yes. in the name of jesus you shall not drop your fruit before it's time your child shall not come forth for trouble your child shall be a fruitful olive tree planted around your children. Anybody that's watching now that you've had a hard time conceiving, 
that doctor said, your, your womb's just not set for it. You'll never have wow. children. I reverse I that. that report in Jesus' name. You shall be a fruitful mother of children in the name of Jesus Christ. Some of you shall conceive this very year. Uh, man, just like Elijah. On, I feel it. Elijah, Elijah said uh, to, to Hannah, Elijah said to, or Eli, sorry. Eli said to Hannah, by this time next year, you'll have your child. If I feel to say that to some people that are watching me on, on live and on the replay, by this time next year, you'll, have, you'll be holding your very own Isaac. You will hold your Samuel in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Open wounds, God. Yes. And come against all miscarriage right now in Jesus' name. The devil is a liar. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for healing bodies. I want to pray also, guys, for those that need deliverance. I want you right now to begin to, and you guys have done this before, but begin to deal with all the unforgiveness, every root and every door the enemy would have. You know, the Bible says unforgiveness. God actually turns you over to tormentors. And we know that mm -hmm. we don't know that that specifically means demons because I want to make sure I never take a verse out of context, but we know that demons are tormentors. We know that unforgiveness gives a stronghold. And Paul talks about this. He says, if there's unforgiveness, if you don't forgive, you give the devil an advantage over you. In fact, Paul even says like, if you're having an argument or you're having with your spouse, take care of it before the sun goes down so that you don't wake up with the devil in your bed, so that you don't have give the devil an open door, a stronghold, or an advantage. Give no place for the devil. Oh, Some yeah. of you right now have demons living in you, and God wants to deliver you. God wants to break that. You know, there's three main ministries that Jesus had. Number one was preaching the gospel. Number two was healing those that were sick in body. And then number three, in no particular order, was driving out demons. This was a major ministry. It wasn't a side thing. It wasn't a one-time event. You look at Mark 1, Jesus comes on the scene, preaches in the synagogue, and then doesn't just preach the word, but displays authority over unclean spirits. You know, one of my favorite verses in the Bible is in Luke chapter 10, where the 72 disciples come back and they say this one statement. I love this, TJ. They say this, even the demons obey us in your name. Think about that statement. For the Old Testament, the people were in bondage. And then in the New Testament, the bondage was in the people. In the Old Testament, Jesus brought them out of bondage, or God brought them out of bondage. In the New Testament, Jesus brought the bondage out of them. I'm telling you, friend, Jesus steps on the scene. No one had casted out demons before. This is the unique ministry to, to Christ. And Jesus comes, and with his authority, even the demons obey in his name. And this was not Jesus saying that. This was disciples that Jesus conferred his authority upon. And then here's the beauty. Mark chapter 16 says, and these signs shall follow them that believe. What's the first sign of a believer? In my name, they shall, not they might, not if they feel it, they shall cast out devils. So tonight, we shall cast out demons. Tonight, we are gonna command spirits to leave, whether you need to repent. Some people call it renounce. Some people call it repent. The Bible says many times to renounce the works of darkness. The Bible also says repent of your sins. So I say do them both, renounce and repent. Jesus said, unless you renounce your old life, you cannot be my disciple. So renouncing is you turning away, saying, Satan, you have no more power over me. You have no more authority over me. You have no more strength over me. Some of you are slamming the door on the devil like he's selling solar. You're slamming that door saying, I don't want you at my house. I don't want you at my door. And as I pray, the devil is gonna come up out of you. The, the spirit of, 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 of depression, the spirit of anxiety. Now, some of you are like, oh, I had a demon say it was Satan. No, 
it's saying it's a representative of Satan. The devil's not living in you. Trust me, the devil has more important things to li- than to live in us. But these spirits who are the devil's minions, they live inside of people and God wants to drive those out. Matthew 12 says when the demon goes out of the person, he says, I'm gonna go back to my home, which I came from. You better tell the devil tonight, I am not your home. You think I'm your home? These demons think I'm their home? You need to speak tonight out of your mouth, Satan, I am not your home. It is time to pack up your bags. I am evicting you. I am the sheriff of the Holy Ghost and I'm evicting you from this house. Matthew 12 lets us know that we are spiritual houses, that unclean spirits live inside and God wants to drive those things out of you tonight. And notice we drive demons out. We don't ask demons out. We don't counsel demons out. We don't medicate demons out. We are That's driving right. them out. So whatever it, specific spirit or thing you might feel like you're dealing with, I want you to type it in the chat. And I and many of you earlier were saying anorexia, bulimia. I don't believe that's a sickness. I believe that's a demon because I've seen people over and over. I had a girl on the podcast two weeks ago that God delivered her from that. And I believe God can deliver you tonight. I don't just believe it. I know it. I know God can deliver you tonight. So go ahead and put that in the chat. I want you to deal with your unforgiveness verbally, verbally say, I forgive. Whether it was an uncle, an aunt, a cousin that molested you, that raped you, that abused you, that verbally abused you, I want you right now to verbally forgive them so you break that legal right. I want you to renounce addiction. All you're gonna do is I renounce addiction. I renounce anxiety. I don't want this anymore. These demons must leave me. I renounce isolation. I renounce right now witchcraft, all Ouija boards, all new age, all seeing mediums. I renounce right now all control. I renounce all perversion, all confusion. Come on, just speak it out right now. Join in this. I renounce every familiar spirit. I renounce right now all disease in my body, spirits of infirmity. You know, Luke 13, there was a spirit of infirmity. And Jesus said, didn't this, this woman deserve to be loosed? Like, doesn't the world deserve this? Don't don't you deserve to be delivered tonight? So right now, just renounce those things. Spirit of Python, spirit of Leviathan, Jezebel, whatever it is, just renounce those things. And then I'm gonna start praying and coming against those things. So right now, not in Isaiah's name. I have no power, TJ has no power. In Jesus' name, I command the spirit of anxiety to leave bodies. I command the spirit of perversion to leave bodies. I command the spirit of homosexuality, yes, I said it, to leave bodies right now in Jesus' name. I command right now every spirit that thinks it's married to us, every spiritual spouse that thinks that they're somehow connected to you and they won't leave, you must go in Jesus' name. I command every foul spirit, go into the abyss now. Do not pass on your assignments or your duties. Leave these bodies now in Jesus' name. I command you to go now. I command the spirit of laziness, anxiety, depression, fear, OCD, ADHD right now. Spirit of anorexia, spirit of bulimia, spirit of religion, go in Jesus' name. We command you to come up and out now. Every spirit of rage, anger, and destruction, I bind you together now and I uproot you. Come out in Jesus' name. Come out in Jesus' name. Every foul spirit must go right now. Every spirit of confusion, every sexually perverted spirit with animals, with children, whatever it is that you're going through, these perverted thoughts, I command those unclean, foul spirits to leave bodies right now in Jesus' name. Every mental illness, they said, oh, you're just schizophrenic, you're always gonna hear voices, I come against that report in Jesus' name. They said, you're always gonna see demons, I come against that in Jesus' name. I command that spirit of schizophrenia, go now in Jesus' name. I command the spirit of rejection. Guys, we're not here to argue, well, maybe this is medical. We already prayed for healing. So if it was medical, we prayed. This is the deliverance portion now where we're commanding those spirits to come out now, go in the abyss, out of the mouth and into the abyss in Jesus' name. Come right out of their mouth now. Leave their bodies now in Jesus' name. 
Every spirit attached to mental illness, every tarot card, every spirit that came in through tarot cards, every spirit that came in through rejection, every spirit that came in through trauma, I command the spirit of trauma, leave this house now. Come on, some of you have that spirit of trauma just hovering over your house. And we had that at our house before when our daughter was in the NICU. I know what that spirit's like. Some of you have that spirit of trauma hovering. It's causing you to be depressed. It's causing you to be anxious. You're up late at night. You can't sleep. That's that spirit of trauma. You're reliving the nightmare of what you went through. You're reliving the abuse. You're reliving the the car accident. Some of you get in the car and you relive that car accident from 10 years ago. I come against that spirit of trauma now. The doctors say, oh, you have PTSD? I come against that spirit of trauma now. Leave in Jesus' name. Spirit of perversion, leave in Jesus' name. Spirit of bitterness. Some of you are just so bitter all the time. Spirit of bitterness, go in Jesus' name. Every generational curse, we ask, Lord, that you would just break it right now with the blood of Jesus. We break the curse. My family, oh, somebody needs to speak this out tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost. My family will not be cursed in Jesus' name. How can my family be cursed when they're already blessed? My family will not be cursed. My family is blessed. We break off the curse of poverty. We break off the curse of divorce. We break off the curse of of teen pregnancy. We break off the curse of abortion. We break off the curse of anxiety. Well, my dad had it. My mom had it. Well, I won't have it in Jesus' name. My kids won't have it in Jesus' name. We break the curse tonight in Jesus' name. Satan, you're a liar and you're a loser. And you must go in Jesus' mighty name. Holy Ghost, set him free. Holy Ghost, set him free. Go for it, TJ. Holy Ghost, set him free tonight, Lord. Deliver them. Every spirit. I love how the Bible says that he cast out the spirits with the finger of God. Come on. Not even his whole hand. That's how weak the devil is. I'm telling you, in the name of Jesus, I felt something so strong when you said that spirit of poverty coming off people. The spirit, the poverty Mm -hmm. mindset. That thing that just overtakes your brain where you can't seem to think that you'll ever advance or increase, that you were born in it and you'll die in it. In the name of Jesus Christ, I uproot that demonic demonic seed in your mind. In Jesus' name, any spirit of poverty that's just plaguing your mind, any spirit of of resistance with regards to your advancement, in the things of God, anything that's come against you. The Bible says, your enemy shall rise up one way, but be defeated before your face. I see every demon that had as is its assignment to come against you, every demon's blueprint being burnt up, them being defeated tonight, and they're scattered seven ways. Yes. In Jesus' mighty name, in the name of Jesus, you foul spirit of OCD Go. and suicide and intrusive thoughts. And you foul demon of fear that plagues people's minds, that gives them thoughts that they don't want to have one after another. Every fiery dart, every demonic thought that is launched towards your mind by the shield of faith, it gets extinguished tonight. I put an end to this demonic harassment on your life. I put an end to any demonic bullying. I put an end to any demonic manipulation. In the name of Jesus, it ends tonight in Jesus' name. Anything that's been transgenerationally passed down from mother, from grandfather to parent to you, and the devil's lied to that it'll come to your, your children and your children's children. The Bible says, Psalm 112, the generation of the righteous shall be blessed on the earth. I break every curse. I break every diabolical will concerning your life. Yep. The will of God shall prevail in you and your household. You and your house not only shall be saved, but shall taste, see, and enjoy the goodness of the Lord while you're yet in the land of the living. In the name of Jesus. 
in the yes. name of Jesus. All witchcraft. Yep. Any demonic Break it. spell. Break it. The curse without cause shall not alight. Come on. How can you curse whom God has blessed? The Lord has not renounced and therefore cannot be renounced. You become unrenounceable in Jesus' Come name. On. You become, uh, from today, like I said yesterday, not you looking under your bed, looking for the devil or whatever. From today, the devil looks under his bed, seeing whether you're there in Jesus' Come name. On. In Jesus' name, spirit of madness. Yes. Spirit of madness. In the name of Jesus, you foul spirit Leave. of insanity Leave. that disrupts people, people's sleep. In Jesus' name, you shall lie down and sleep in safety, for the Lord shall sustain you. you God makes his beloved to dwell and uh, lie down in green pastures. He gives his beloved sleep. Any demon of, 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 uh, of, of uh, what do you call, what do they call that um, when you can't sleep? Insomnia. Insomnia. Yep. yep. Man, that's a demon. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Keeping you up at night. You will have, you will enjoy the best night of sleep you've ever had Jesus in your life name. tonight in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In we Jesus uproot name. all these foul Jesus spirits Pasekha. tonight. You must go. All witchcraft Get spirits, you must go. And we pray tonight, guys, we don't just want to be delivered. We want to be deliverers. We want to be, if we're believers, we don't just want to keep going through deliverance to deliverance. We want to drive out devils. I speak over you that you will cast out demons in Jesus' name that you will cast out demons in Jesus' name, that the devil is a liar, that you will drive out demons, that God is giving you a boldness. We have all these videos and teachings on how to do it. There's no more excuses, but God give us the boldness that we will drive out demons from our friends, from our family, from our neighbors, from our community. God, empower us to drive out devils right now in Jesus' mighty name. You can't have our kids. Some of you need to pray for your kids right now. Let's be honest. Let's pray, Let's pray right now for our kids. Father, Break the spirit of rebellion off our kids. Break the spirit of anxiety off our kids. Break the spirit of fear off of our children right now. That's that seed of rebellion, that demon of rebellion, all these ungodly movies we expose them to. We pray, Lord, deliver them from that seed of rebellion right now. That, that violent spirit that comes over your kid, he starts hitting you in the grocery store going crazy, manifesting a demon, foaming at the mouth. We command that spirit to leave now in Jesus' name. Get off our kids. Some of you need to pray for your husband, your wife. Get off my wife. Get off my husband. In Jesus' mighty name, I take authority over my house. I'm the priest of my home. I, I'm, not, I'm, no, I'm not a jellyfish. I'm not some soft guy. I'm the priest of this house. Devil, you messed up coming to this house. You're going to pay for coming to this house. And we command you to leave our houses now in Jesus' name. Some of you men have opened up the door in your home to the devil. You better slam that door tonight. You better man up. You think, oh, no big deal. Up late at night, watching those movies, listening to that music. You're opening up a, a spiritual portal of darkness, letting unclean spirits invade your house and they're jumping on your kids. You better repent tonight and say, no more, no more, not today. I come against those spirits that I've let in. Come on guys, don't be all arrogant now. Almost 5,000 of you in here. There's, you're in here. Don't act like you're not in here. Lord, I forgive me, Lord, for opening doors. Forgive me, Lord, for not being the priest that I'm called to be in my home. I, I'm setting my foot down now. Devil, I've been letting you roam freely. I am putting my foot on the neck of the devil tonight. I'm coming against every foul spirit, every unclean power, every dark spirit that's in my home. I drive you out in Jesus' name. Some of you are, of course, many of you are playing this on your television in your house. Just begin to pray that. I drive every spirit out of this house in Jesus' name. This house doesn't belong to the devil. I'm not moving out because there's a demon. The demon's moving out because I'm here. Don't, I'm going to sell my house. People write me, I'm going to sell my house because there's spirits. Why don't you ca cast those spirits out? You today say, Lord, make this a house of prayer. 
This, this is a home of the Holy Ghost. Ain't no devil up in here. Every spirit must go. I'm anointing the doorways. I'm commanding these things. This house is not haunted. This house is Holy Ghost anointed. This house is not haunted. This house is full of the Holy Spirit. As for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. God, anoint homes today, God. Fill play. You're telling me God can't fill a house? You're telling me God can't fill a living room? You're telling me God can't fill a space? Ask him today. Don't just fill me, Lord. Fill my house. Fill my children's bedroom. Anoint God the rooms in Jesus' mighty name. Touch lives tonight in Jesus' name. Every spirit must go. Every foul spirit, we got you up against the ropes. You must go. You have no power. And guys, as we're praying, you pray too. You pray this too. These spirits have no power. I'm anointed. I'm bought by the blood of Jesus. These spirits can't stay in Jesus' name. They have no power over me in Jesus' name. Every squatter, these demons are squatters. Every demon must go tonight in Jesus' name. Lord, anoint homes with oil, anoint families, anoint parents, God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Every room. Go ahead. Marriages, yes, in Jesus' yes. name. Any uh, right on. spirit of division, confusion that's trying to misinterpret uh, both of you. Yep. So that it's like there's never any, you're never on the same line. You're never on, there's always dis, disunity. In the name of Jesus Christ, I curse that. I curse that. You shall not divorce. For what God has brought together, no man or no demon shall put asunder. I curse that in the name of Jesus Christ. Any demon of division, confusion, or distortion, trying to give you marital yes. distress, in Jesus' name, you have no legal right to remain. For they are blood-bought, blood-bought, redeemed, children of Abraham. Yes, yes. Jesus said, ought not this daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has yep. bound these yep. 18 years, be loosed from this on the loose. Sabbath? I loose. loose you right now. I loose your marriage. Be loose. Your marriage shall be blessed. Your marriage shall be characterized by joy. Your marriage shall be characterized by peace. You shall be a model marriage in your generation in the name of Jesus Christ. Any woman, any man that's trying to step into that marriage, I, I, I put total disarray on that yep, plan yep. in the name of Jesus Christ. Their yep. efforts shall fail. All home records that have been sent that seed filled of with adultery. the devil. Exactly. Come against that seed of adultery that's planted there. In Jesus' Come name. It, that, those plans get ruined now. In the name of Jesus. I feel, I feel to say this because this story just came into my spirit yeah, and I haven't flow. thought of Go this ahead. in a long time. Go ahead. We're flowing. Smith Wigglesworth once had a woman come to him and said, my husband wants nothing to do with me. He's, he's a drunk. He's angry. Our marriage is on the rocks. And he said, take this cloth, anoint it with oil, and put it under his pillow. And when, he went in, when she went and did that, the next day, actually it was midnight. It was, it was mid, mid, mid through the night, about 3 a.m. The guy was, he, she got woken up because he was on his knees praying repentance. And the Spirit of God just came on. I feel the Lord yes, is do it, Lord. saying to some people here tonight, that you need to take that step of faith. You know, handkerchiefs and aprons were brought from Paul's body and put on uh, yep. those Acts that were 19. sick. Acts 19.11. And the demons came out of them. I've, I've never given this word before, but I feel to give a specific word of instruction to some people. I want you to take a cloth, something, anointed with oil, pray that deliverance prayer over it, put it under his, his, his pillow, put it in his pillow, however. And that is Come you on. loosing your faith. You're turning your faith loose by doing that. Yes, God, do it, Lord unusual miracles.
Father, we pray tonight that we would see unusual miracles. That means not normal, not ordinary, what we're used to seeing, something out of the ordinary, something unusual. And the Bible says, as, as T just said, even handkerchiefs were being laid on those that were sick, and it says those that had demons, and the people were getting healed and delivered. Imagine, you know, we go through all this to do deliverance, and I love it. There's no method. There's no right way. We pray. We believe. Everyone has their own little method. But imagine we not even praying. Imagine you put a, a handkerchief on your demonized kid. You don't even say a word. They just, a handkerchief, and the demon starts, rah, screams out of them and comes out. Like that's the unusual we're believing for. That's the unusual power of God. And some of you say, oh, that's just foolish. Well, guess what? Don't expect to see that then. If you think it's foolish, think it's foolish, but don't expect to see the miracle. We know there's no special power in a handkerchief. It's an act of faith. It's an yeah. act of faith saying, God, I'm attaching my faith to a physical action and I'm believing that tonight you're gonna do the unusual. I wanna also begin to put your prayer requests in the chat. And I want you to do it this way. Don't start yet. I want you to put your name, okay? Because a lot of you, your screen name, something, something crazy. I don't even understand some of these screen names out here. So make sure you put your actual name and then put needs healing of, needs deliverance of. Put your prayer request with your name so that we can read it and pray it. Don't put something where we can't even read it. Put your name what who it is and then what you need the prayer for don't make it you know four sentences if you make a paragraph we're not gonna be able to read it because the chat there's five thousand people in here the chat's moving so fast but we want to just pray with faith and just speak these things out put them out there believe that god's hearing our prayers and answering of course god knows every prayer of course god knows every comment but we're just going to begin to pray for some of these um we pray right now for alistar deliverance of fear spirit of fear come out samya migraines be healed in jesus name vakash we pray for salvation over vakash that you will be saved in jesus name andrea we come against that poverty spirit right now be delivered katrina we command your stomach to be healed in jesus name kendra we pray for healing right now Iker, we pray for healing in your body in Jesus' name. Austin Hall, we say be delivered in Jesus' name. Austin, I know you're in here, man. Be delivered tonight. Every spirit must go. We pray right now in Jesus' name. Susan Burke, we say be healed and be restored. Melanie, I pray healing on your side, that tumor. And we come against the cancer there, Melanie. We say be healed in Jesus' name. Over Giovanni, Crohn's disease, we say be healed. Or is it Crohn's? Crohn's disease, be healed in Jesus' name. Every thyroid cancer, see it's freezing because there's so many people commenting. Guys, don't spam your comment just type it once and we're going to pray there's a lot of people praying but it's freezing our screen here we just pray right now over dawn over Don's son, Tristan. Tristan, be saved, be healed, be delivered in Jesus' name. I pray over uh, Panha, healing in the body right now in Jesus' name. We pray for David. Uh, a mom says David's drug addiction right now. David, we command that drug addiction to be broken. Teresa, we pray deliverance in Jesus' mighty name. Deliverance in Jesus' mighty name. All anxiety, all depression, go now in Jesus' name. All go, nausea, we pray be healed or be delivered of fear right now in Jesus' name. Right now, be delivered. Amen, so many comments coming in. We pray back pain be healed. Scoliosis, Virginia, be healed. Alyssa Perez, be healed of scoliosis right now. Josh, we say be healed in Jesus' mighty name. Right now, bodies be healed. Bree, I pray for your family, restoration. Liz, I pray for your son and you to be healed. Isaac, we pray, Lord, convict him of sexual sin tonight in Jesus' name. Ankle, right now, we say be healed of your ankle. Jesus. Swollen ankle right now. Kristen, be healed in Jesus' name. Miriam, be delivered tonight. Every spirit must leave Miriam tonight in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for Samuel Robles. Free him from alcohol. Alcohol, release your grip right now. You have no power. Release him in Jesus' name. We pray over London for, uh, London for that, that toe fungus, the infection there. Be healed. Mara, for kidneys to be healed in Jesus' name. Sean Daniel, be healed right now in Jesus' name. 
all back pain must go. All back pain must go. And guys, we're barely scratching the surface here, but there's a lot of people in the chat praying. There's about 5,000 people in here right now. I pray right now for Isaiah, who's three, that's not speaking. Father, I pray that you would just give him the ability to speak right now in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for Louise. He would encounter you. For Jamie, break that addiction, Lord. I pray for Kate that that blood clot would diminish in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I pray you would break Matthew from every sexual bondage that he's stuck in. I pray, God, for Randy's prostate to be healed tonight. I pray right now for uh, knees to be healed. Natasha, I say be healed of cancer right now. Lawrence, we command that spirit of addiction to leave you now. Go now in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for Libby, eight-year-old Libby that has a kidney disease. Lord, heal Libby tonight as we put this out there and we speak your word. We intercede and we petition you, Lord, right now in Jesus' name. Jeff, be healed in Jesus' name. Joni, we break that addiction right now. Father, we pray for uh, Keenan with five years old with autism. Heal him, God. Layton, three years old, not talking. Lord, right now, healing, healing, healing. Heal autism, God. If it's a spirit, deliver. If it's a sickness, heal. We pray this tonight in Jesus' mighty name. I don't know if you could even keep up with some of these. I had Roy on recently. He's like, man, these are moving too quick here. I know they're moving quick if you want to try to jump in on some of these. Lord, right now. Yeah, I could pray for... Uh, thank you, Lord. Stage four, Jesus liver name. and bone cancer. Marinella, in Jesus' name, I curse that. Be healed. Spirit of death. You shall not die, you shall live and declare the works of the Lord. In Jesus' name, Claire, confusion. Yeah. Confusion and anxiety. I, I, I speak that cloud of confusion yep. dissipates tonight in Jesus' name. Clarity of mind. You have the mind of Christ. In Jesus' name, Ryan, deliverance of addiction. Yep. Whatever yep. The, the addiction is, in Jesus' name, that rope of addiction gets burnt off your life today. Every chain gets severed from your life. In Jesus' name, spirit of despair and despondency. I curse depression. I curse the work of depression. I command a fresh a baptism of joy in your life. You will not kill yourself. You will not on. become despondent. In Jesus' name, you shall laugh. You shall laugh. Yep. Your days of sorrow end. He clothes our sackcloth. He removes the sackcloth of sorrow and he clothes us with joy inexpressible and full of glory. In Jesus' name, financial problems. I pray, Father, as they're givers, as they sow, that you would, you would just supply all their needs according to your riches and glory. They would not have any needs. In Jesus' name, I pray for uh, Nalia. Deliverance. I, fr I, I lost her. her. I know. They, dude, Deliverance if you guys saw Jesus how fast name. these comments are moving, it's unbelievable. There's literally hundreds coming in per minute. It's insane. Shay, addiction to smoking. Yep. Anybody that smokes that's yes. watching right now, Break I curse the taste of nicotine not in your God's mouth. Not God's will for you. I curse the taste of nicotine. The next time you grab a cigarette, nope. you'll just want to throw up in yes. Jesus' name. You'll never have a desire for it. I curse the taste for marijuana. That's just melting your brain and Come on. ridding you of any type of uh, drive in life. In Jesus' name, that thing which was once appealing shall become no longer appealing. In Jesus' name. Erica, unforgiveness and anger. In the name of Jesus, I pray the love of God shed abroad in your heart right now. That the revelation of what Jesus did on the cross for you would just spur you on to forgive, realizing there's nothing they've done to you that we didn't do to God in the first place. In wow. Jesus' name, epilepsy, yes. demon of epilepsy. Leave. In Jesus' name, I curse that. Night terrors. Right now, Lord, no more night terrors in Jesus' name. No more night terrors. I pray for Elena's family to be saved right now. Salvation over the Martinez family. Lots of salvation over families. Lots of OCD. Hmm. We pray, Lord, break off OCD now in Jesus' name. That Tell spirit. Them to watch tomorrow. Yeah, and tomorrow yeah. we're going to talk about mental illness, and TJ is going to give his testimony of 
him overcoming OCD, and we're going to be talking about God breaking mental illness. That's an epidemic right now. Sleep paralysis. We come against that now. Naomi, TMJ, I think that's in the jaw. We pray be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed. Asthma be healed right now. Janelle's family, right now, we just pray restoration. We pray salvation over Jamie's brother. We pray salvation over the Hernandez family. We pray right over Michelle. All trauma right now would be broken. Alcoholism for Ben, Ryan, and Peter. Lord, break this off of them tonight in Jesus' name. I pray for Jennifer, her impatience. Lord, help her to be patient, God, in Jesus' name. I pray for Sunshine Stanley's daughters. Lord, save them, heal them, deliver them according to your word. I pray right now that for Nancy's jaw, she said, Lord, align it. I pray God, align her jaw in Jesus' name. Over Micah's hernia. Lord, heal Micah's hernia tonight, God. Do your work, Lord. Lord, this is you doing the work. I'm not doing nothing but praying like you commanded me to. But you do the heavy lifting tonight. I pray all false religious spirits to be broken now. I pray anger off of that 14-year-old right there in the chat. I pray, Pablo, deliverance from that spirit of lust. Lust, go now in Jesus' name. Up and out. Jesus told the demon, up and out. So we command that spirit to come up and out right now. I pray for Tali and Justin that your marriage will be restored right now. I pray for Nicholas's dad, Sal, his stomach to be healed. ASAP preach. I pray that the lump in your throat would go in Jesus' name. Amen. That lump would go now. Leave his, his throat now in Jesus' name. You have no power. Be healed right now. I pray right now for umbilical hernias, lots of hernias. Elaine, I command that hernia to go now. Body be healed. I command bodies to come in alignment with God's word right now. You will be healed in Jesus' name. You shall recover in Jesus' name. Sandy says head to toe body pain. Sandy, we command that pain to leave you now in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord, for unbelief. Right now, God, bring healing, bring restoration in Jesus' name. Lord Cam and Sarah, I pray their marriage would be healed and restored in Jesus' name. Someone wrote in the chat, pray for America. Come on. And I think that's a good, a good thing to do right now. Lord. America and Canada. America is the last bastion of freedom on planet Earth. It's the last really true pl uh, free place on Earth. And so America, Lester Summerall used to always say, America is worth fighting for. And there's an attack against our nation, well, your nation, but I consider America my nation. My wife is American. But Come on. In the name of Jesus Christ, we join our faith together with those watching online, those in studio, and any attack of the yes. devil against this nation, we... Command it to fall apart now. Every plan of the wicked, it miscarries now. Yes. In Jesus' mighty name. Everything the enemy's trying to uh, do in this nation, that spirit of confusion coming yes. on people, yes. new gender ideologies and dysphoria and all that stuff, in Jesus' name, trying to destroy any attack against the family in this nation, yes. trying to destroy the, the God order of a family, in Jesus' mighty name, we come against that now. I speak revival as it's already here in this nation. I, I pray, Lord, fan into flames the fire of revival. Lord, that from Seattle, Washington, down to Miami, Florida, and Boston, Massachusetts, down to L.A., California, that one more time an awakening would hit this yes. nation before you return, Jesus. I pray, Lord, that full families would be saved. Lord, that even as you said earlier, 120 people turned loose after they got filled with the Holy yep. Ghost, turned the whole world upside down. We got over f almost 5,000 yep. people watching. As they got prayed for, for the baptism in the Holy Ghost, I pray that you turn loose from this broadcast a generation that will be your hands, your feet, and your mouth on the earth 
America, our confession is not America's, America is too far gone. Our confession is not America is, uh, is, is the devil's. Our confession is that America shall be saved yes. in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And guys, keep this attitude of prayer as the weeks continue. Keep this culture prayer. We've been going out for an hour and a half here. We're going to do some Q&A, hang out for a little bit with the chat before we get off here. Give you guys a chance to give. But man, what a powerful hour and a half prayer meeting. Keep this attitude. And we've been doing these prayer meetings almost every week on the channel, which we never did these before. For some reason, we had prayer meetings, but never on live on stream. So we're going to keep these prayer meetings going. I also want to challenge you guys to sow into what God is doing, whether it's me, whether it's TJ, whether it's other people. We need your support. We can't keep putting this message out without your guys' help. So you guys help us out tremendously. I pray that you are encouraged tonight. Let us know what God did tonight. What? How did you get encouraged tonight? What did God do in your life tonight? Type it out in the chat as we conclude the prayer portion and we go into some of the hanging out with the chat for a little bit. And you know, listen, we've been squeezing TJ. He flew in. He went straight to four services yesterday, two hour stream tonight. We have another podcast. I'm guessing is going to go probably an hour and a half, two hours tomorrow. So I want to make sure he does get some rest today as well because he'll just keep going. He's like the energizer buddy, bunny like me. But guys, let me know if, you lo- if you're enjoying these prayer meetings, what God did in your life. If you have a testimony, share it. If you have a question, we will hang out with the chat for a bit and kind of relax now. I know we've been going hard in prayer and hang out with the chat for a bit here. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. If you like what you heard, go to www.isaiahsaldivar.com for more content. And please follow me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Isaiah Saldivar. See you next week.